Just to clarify, these views that we speak of on our podcast are 100% our own and not those associated to anyone from Luton Town Football Club. Thank you very much. Welcome to Owen the Town and here's what's coming up today. After a good run of form, Luton go to Cardiff, get absolutely spanked. 4-0, the final result. We didn't put up a fight at all. Today we're going to be discussing that defeat in more detail. We take a look at Harry Cornick. Why hasn't it just gone right for him this season? He hasn't scored a goal yet. And uh, I don't know. How, how, just, just I don't know about Harry Cornick at the moment. I'm not too sure. No, Batara's shaking his head. No, he's waiting. He's waiting to get in on the chat here. Uh, we also answer your Instagram questions, your Twitter fleets, and plenty more. And with Dave and Bataro, as always, evening, boys. Evening. Good evening, all. I was going to say, we? were you not going to talk? <laughs> I thought you were just going to go the whole day about talking. He's gloating, isn't he? Why? Oh, uh, yeah. Go on then. Why? why? Gloating? Yeah. Am I? Well, he got one, an email, didn't he? One of, one of us <laughs> is going on Wednesday and one of us isn't. Yeah, and, um, right, lads. Yeah. Good luck to everybody who's got a ticket, by the way. It, do you know what, though, Dave? Like I said to you earlier, I would happily get my uh, well, my ticket for the day, just for you. Yeah, but then I'd have, to go, I'd have to go with your bloody oh, uncle. Right. I'd have to go with your uncle, though, and I don't like him. <laughs> <laughs> if he's listening, that's not a very nice thing to say. He knows I'm joking. Yeah, that's a bit he, rude. He's a good guy. Um, well, if you were one of the lucky ones to get... <laughs> sorry. <laughs> if, you, if you were one of the lucky ones to get a ticket, retired just lobbing stuff there, sorry, um, then enjoy it on Wednesday. I'm sure it's going to be incredible to be back, isn't it? it we, me and you were saying this earlier, Batari, it's, it's like nine months since we were at a game. Well, nine months. You. Yeah, it's, it, listen, it, it's going to be a bit different, isn't it? But you know what? Enjoy the experience. Hopefully, we get we get a result. It's a bit strange, though. You have to be out there. You have to, be out there to go to the toilet. Excuse <laughs> me, miss. Can I get out of golden time? Go to the toilet, please. <laughs> it's crazy, but yeah, it's, it's just, crazy times, isn't it? Yeah, but it's mad, mate. And you look, it was good. It's but impossible to please everyone as well with the, with this with this draw. Yeah, of course, of it, it was. It's a lottery, and as always in the lottery, I don't win first time. So <laughs> uh, you know that means you, you're done for the first. Four or five weeks, so <laughs> yeah, cheers, I'll get to go. I'll get to go eventually. <laughs> well, at least you guys Thanks. got season tickets, and you're actually in a draw. Unlike yeah, well, me, you know, I mate, just you literally uh, can't do anything. But could, uh, you could have, um, you, know, you could have hold your own destiny there, but it's fine. Yeah, true. Hold your own destiny, yeah, well, shall I say? No worries, mate. Mate, you go and work for Brentford. It's fine. Anyway, moving on. Oh, cheers, mate. Um, <laughs> yeah, moving on. We're going to have to move on because we're going to have to try and get in and just and sum up. Saturday's 4-0 defeat. You said on Saturday that you were going to do this one absolutely steaming because you just couldn't talk about this sober. How are you feeling? I'm getting there. Good. I don't want to be as pissed as last week, though. Excuse <laughs> my names. But um, no, because that, that was quite bad. I, I don't actually know what I said. I didn't want to listen to it back. I thought it was quite embarrassing for my behalf, but whatever. But at the same time, yeah, I'm getting there. I've cool. got one waiting for me, so. I'm excited then. Three word reviews of I Cardiff 4, Luton Town 0. Robert says, lost for words. Leanne, could have been more. James says, an eye-opener. Dave, over after 10. Darren says, absolute fucking shambles. Uh, Hatter Gray says, onwards we go. Dan can't defend crosses. And Chris, and many others, has said, stop playing favourites. Yep. Yeah, I agree with that. I, sorry, I'll get closer. Sorry. Yeah. We had a little conversation earlier. But no, Chris and many others, stop playing favourites. It's so true. 
you can't be taking your players off after 36 minutes because them players shouldn't be playing anyway. Oh, I'm going to have a massive shake-up, he says. Doesn't well, he didn't really shake it up no, at all, did he? But, um, yeah, stop. Yeah, get get those get the new boys on. Get the ones mm. that we were excited about joining the club. Gave them a go. Well, even Morel when he came on, yeah, like he was saying, he was, was like really good. Record, but he, yeah, he, he did really well. Good. He had a good shot at the inside of the post and whatever else. But yeah, definitely so. could have been more as well. Yeah, yeah you were definitely right. And Rob, I think was all lost for words, weren't we? And even over after ten. Oh God, we we all looked at each other and said, "Look, that's probably done now." Yeah, which was a shame because, like, you look forward to a game and then nine minutes in, and it's like, well, that is literally it. Yeah, yeah. I had more fun trying to bet on corners, you know, but it, that's literally what it was. And yeah, I'll be honest, it was quite boring after after a while, wasn't it? Same sort of mistakes, the same lofted balls over the top. You couldn't deal with it. I don't understand why we couldn't deal with it. We've looked solid all season. And that just happens. Maybe it's a blip. I don't know. Let's just hope. It was atrocious. Yeah. There is no other words. In fact, that was my three-word review. If we uh, look at like the, the team selection then, and people are saying, like, why is Nathan Jones playing his, his favourites? Um, he said in his interview, it comes down to like trust, doesn't it? So right. like, my question would be, like, why why this stage can't he trust a player like Lockyer or a player like Morel at the moment? Why are these? Pl- I know these players obviously have to, like... But, like, surely, if they're good enough to play, they're good enough to play. Yeah. No, and you no, tell them course. to do a job. They're only going to gain trust by playing games. Like, how yeah. is Lockyer going to gain, like, Nathan Jones' trust if he's not playing games? Well, maybe that's the, just the... You know, obviously, we say about obviously when Nathan Jones came back, you know, it's a great thing to see. But maybe this is the thing with Nathan Jones. He brings people in. He only plays the same people because that's what he knows. Maybe this is where the inexperience as a manager comes into. I know people are going to slate me for saying that, but maybe it's true because he doesn't want to pick another team. It's like me on FIFA. I don't want to play, I don't know, chase my team around because I know my player scores every like three goals every sort of four or five games. Same sort of thing. Obviously, it's a bit different, but. No, I kind of get what what you're saying. You know what balance you want from certain players. And maybe from him. His point of view, he knows his formula, which so he thinks you're, works. You're basically saying you're frightened. He's frightened of playing people he's bought and he's brought into the club. I just say, in case, I wouldn't say frightened, but I say that whilst it was all going good, which it is going good, I still got to say it's going quite good at the moment as well. He's not ready to change that too much or drastically because he knows that he's got a fine balance with certain players that he trusts. Yeah, but then he's, he's got. To, sometimes you've got to take that plunge, and it's obvious to everybody on, on Saturday who needed to come off that pitch really early. But we've not seen it over the years, though. From like even John Still, he was the same with certain players. He wouldn't take him out of the team. No, because because he because the they live off their past experiences. Yeah, mm-hmm. I get that. I get that. But when you see that your team is playing that bad, mm-hmm. then it has to be a shake up. I just has to be a shake. The questions rise from when you see your international centre half on the bench and you're playing your central defensive mid and centre half. That's when I think people are sitting there going, "Well, why isn't Lockyer playing? Why is Glenn Ray starting a centre half?" Because I I think we look better with Glenn Ray as a central defensive mid. I don't think Glenn Ray's been that good recently, but no, he hasn't. As a central defensive mid, I think he's all right. So for me, I'll be putting Lockyer as centre half. Why? Why hasn't he done that? Well. Your Everybody's asking the yeah, same you're, question, you're aren't they? We don't know. Mate. We, we know literally it. don't no know. It's, it's frustrating. Isn't it? Yeah, it's a strange one. It's I mean, really as soon as we signed Lockyer, I mean, I, I remember saying to you boys, I mean, I think it's a very good sign. I still think it's a very good. Sign. He's a very good player, Lockyer. Can't understand why he's not given given the chance. I can maybe understand that he wants to maybe you know look at certain people like Glenn Ray. I see how he could do it centre back because the thing is we've seen him play at centre back in the past in lower leagues. He looked good. Can he do it? 
obviously just as well as holding midfield. Maybe I don't know, but I probably still trust him. Oh, like me personally, I do trust him in that position. But I just sometimes you got to look, and people might sit there and go, "Well, at the same time, you know, why give him the game time when he's been performing?" But you know, other people when they come in, been performing as well. Whereas Lockyer's been injury prone slightly this season, beginning. Yeah, and hasn't really played a lot of football. It's, Maybe it was breaking in. I just think it's hard to make that decision. As a fan, really, isn't it? As a mm-hmm. manager, you, you've got it all on your back as, as well. Him and his assistant, um, he got it particularly badly wrong on Saturday and he's first put his hand up for it. Maybe it's just one of the things as well. Obviously, Nathan sees them in training every single day. He knows how they're performing. Maybe it's just one of the things where Lockyer at the moment just hasn't done enough in training to warrant a starting place. Maybe, and look, people see different things. I mean, it depends what you want from a player. I know what I want from players... His composure, his strength, belief, you know, a bit of aggression. But obviously you need a fine balance in, in them sort of areas. But like I always say, you know, obviously how much I bang about Sonny Bradley and certain other people like Barry and whatever else. Me personally, if I was a manager, see, I'm not professional. People go, oh, you're not professional. Yeah, I know that. Well, I wouldn't take them out. That's the way I'd look at it. So I understand from his point of view why he's doing <laughs> Someone really slated you for uh, Bradley on Twitter the other day. Did they? Someone said, how's Batara going to defend that from Bradley? <laughs> <laughs> that's all right, mate. One in what? One in about 50 no, saints. So I that's know. fine. But everyone was poor at the weekend. Before we get into the... Nothing to defend, but can't just say. Nothing to defend. He's been one of our most consistent players in the past two, three, four... Two years. No, two, three years? Yeah, two, three yeah. years. So, don't matter. Don't worry about that. So, before we get into the 4-0 then, uh, two more team selection talking points. Uh, Pearson at right back when we've got Bree on the bench. Questionable? Yeah. What? Bree? Why is Pearson playing right back if Bree's on the bench? Why is Bree just not coming in? At the same time, Bree's been out for quite a long while. And do you know what? Dave, come on. You're only saying yeah, but... No, I would say I would say start if you've got. He's been doing all right recently. I'm not. I'm not saying he's not been doing all right. But if you've got your natural right back there or your wing back there, give him a chance. He hasn't played much. Well, then start him and take him off if he's not that good, and put then then change your team. That's what I would have done. But then again, I'm not manager of the club, am I? Yeah, like we all say, but. I do understand that to a certain extent. I understand them. But if you've got, like I'm if, sitting here defending Nathan Jones the whole time here. If you've got, if you've got a goalkeeper, you wouldn't put him in midfield, would you? You know what I mean. So why would you change your players around like that? Oh, cheers for that, Dave. Cheers for clearing that. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's true though, isn't it? It's true. No, no, I get you, but what I'm saying is with this whole thing, I understand it to a certain extent because obviously you're playing card. If you want to be solid, do you know what I mean. Matty Pearson's more defensive minded, whereas Bree, I was looking at, you know. In this last sort of two or three games, I've been saying, I'll oh, bring Bree on, what sort of right wing back or whatever, like push him higher up the pitch. Yeah. I don't really trust Bree. I know it sounds ridiculous, but. Well, uh, really, and there's that really. trust I'm, word again. After, yeah, exactly. After last season, I don't really trust him as, as an out and out defender. And sometimes against Cardiff, they're, they're a bit, they're a physical team. They'll give you some problems. I wouldn't have played him. No way would I have played him. Yeah. But obviously, that's just, that's his preference. That's his subjective, do you know what I mean, for everyone. But look, it, it's. I don't know, but yeah, just move on with this. Tunnicliffe, the other one. Yeah. <laughs> the thing is with Ryan Tunnicliffe, right? He's clearly, you know, he was he looked good when we signed him from Millwall. Like the, some of the clips I saw, mm-hmm. you know, he was banging them in. He was. He looked decent. Yeah. He was looking a solid player, like a proper transitional player that could get you from defence to attack. He's just not looked on it really, has he? Since we've signed him, and I want him to do well. Yeah, of course. We all, mate, he's a Luton player. We all want him to do well. But it's sometimes it just don't go for players in certain systems. And 
quite frankly, I don't think it's what's going for him. Can you see it working out for Tunney here? No. Nah. I think he'd be gone. I said it last season. I don't know how he's still here. I'm not saying that. He's a good player. He is a good player. But I just don't think he fits what we do. Maybe he's used to being in around sort of players that, you know, a bit more... Let's face it. I mean, if he was not exactly blessed with pace and power, is it? Without being disrespectful. I'm not saying they're not no, you're good, not, but... You're not being disrespectful at all. I, when, when he first signed, I, I had a, a Millwall friend who, you know, was gutted he'd gone. But, you know, like you say, he hasn't been... Hang it, Dave. Millwall and friend in the same sentence. That's, oh, pretty, yes. that's pretty crazy. Sadly. <laughs> that's mad. Should we get into the game then? Let's take it as 12 and a half minutes, but let's do it. Um, do you know what, right? I just feel like it was one of them afternoons that someone went down on the edge of the box and the ref played the advantage, didn't he? In like the first two minutes for us and we could have had a free kick yeah. on the edge. And he played the advantage and they went to the other end and got the corner, which they scored from. And I'm just thinking, why on earth haven't they given us the free kick there? I've got no problem with uh, that. I think, no, I have. I've got big problems with that. It was, that a, yeah. it was a massive free kick. He blows, it, he, if he gives us a free kick, then that, the, you know, we have a bigger opportunity than we had. We could, have, we could have done it at our own pace and then we were chasing back on a counter-attack. Rubbish. But at the same time, we were poor and we gave the ball away, so. The thing is, though, I, know, I don't want to dwell on this too much because it's stupid, but with a free kick like that, I think it was Collins who probably went down. Because Norrington Davis had no one in the box. So he tries to cross that ball and there's no one in there. So it's like, why why wouldn't they just give us the free kick? Might have scored. Anyway, forget it. It's done. But they went up the other end, got a corner, and they scored from it. Yeah, but at the same time, though, you cross the ball with no one, nobody there. If I'm, well, if you get, obviously, is that correct what happened? You crossed the ball and no one was there? Do you know what? I honestly can't remember it. I think he lost possession, didn't he? Did he cross it at all? He tried across it. He blocked. tried across it. But at the same yeah, time, though, he blocked. could have, got, he could have go. gone back and looked back across goal. It, it's, it, you know what? You can literally you can sit there and go from every single angle. You can get about 20, 30 angles, yeah, but different what, points from but it. But the, the, advantage rule, the advantage rule is if you, lose, if you, if you get given the advantage, if you get given the advantage and then you muck it up, then that's your fault. Right? Did we not fuck it up, though? Yeah, we did. But, well, there, uh, no, but there was no advantage there, was there at all? That's, that's, the, that's the problem I had with that, that rule. If we'd have got oh, a free, okay. yeah. if we got a free quick free kick, we would have had a better opportunity to score. We we couldn't handle the counter attack. We gave a corner away, and 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 then we started crying with the goal, didn't we? Well, the yeah. corner came in. Uh, I think it was Pearson lost his man, and Sean Morrison headed home, uh, completely unmarked. It was terrible, wasn't it? We, we I think we all just looked at each other. and was like, what on earth was that? Mm. Not great at all. And then what? Five minutes later, not even that was it. It was like four, four minutes, minutes later. Yeah. Was it two goals in seven minutes? Like yeah, was four it? and nine, yeah. two and nine, wasn't it? The best thing yeah. about their second goal is it came from our own corner, didn't it? And you know what, right? It went down that left hand side. I think there was a stage where we had three players around that guy on the left hand side. Is that Bennett bloke a left back or whatever he was? And for some reason, no one tackled him. No one did anything. Just no one did anything. And what was this now? The second one, or the first, the second one, the second, yeah. And that um, Ojo passed it into Harris. And, yeah, easy past Luger. Luger had no chance. Yeah, you can't blame the keeper at all, but, yeah, not... Just, it was just then you go sit down and go, well, that's that done. There's no, we didn't look... You know, I thought we started quite brightly in the first couple of minutes, mm-hmm. but after that, that was... I'd had enough. We're at 2-0, it's game over, isn't it? Realistically, away at Cardiff, 2-0. 2-0 well, in nine minutes. That's the problem. You know, if you have 1-0 for a bit and then you, you're playing at them for a bit and you, you don't get that lucky break or you don't score... And then they get one in the 40th minute. You just think, oh, our luck's not going our way. But 2-0 in yeah. nine minutes, that's when you go, yeah. It's almost like every single you know important 50-50 in the game went to them. And there wasn't many in the game, and they all went to them. 
Because you I mean, we had, we, don't yeah, get me wrong, we had some good like spells of possession. I'm not saying they were they were brilliant. Our possession I mean, but they was were all right. Yeah, we possession was all sideways and backwards. Mm-hmm. All the possession we had. Oh, did I read a stat? Sixty odd percent. I don't know. Yeah, Sixty, yeah. I think. Yeah, is it? Yeah, right, but most of that was because they allowed us to keep the ball. Where they didn't have to. They didn't have to do anything with it. When we got to the danger areas, we did yeah. nothing with they it. They don't mind joining side, do they? Nothing. Well, we had a chance of Pelly Ruddock. Uh, keeper saved it. I think it was off target anyway. And then we made a double substitution on like 38, 39 minutes, didn't we? And this could be what you were just saying. Like we we have so much possession. It's always backwards and sideways, which obviously you do to try and make an opening. Like anyone who knows football understands the mm-hmm. backwards yeah, and sideways, obviously. Yeah. But do you think the, the you know the reason we don't play that killer pass is because of our forwards not making them runs for the killer pass? Or is it... Do you reckon that could be something... I just think sometimes we play for more like... We play for a clean sheet sometimes. I know that sounds pathetic because we shit four goals, but you know what? Sometimes I think we play for the, you know, just keep it solid at the back. We don't need to score. We don't need to... We, we'll nick a goal and we just defend on that, which we, we've, you know, we do it quite a lot away from home. And the fact is that, you know, you're playing... Was it up top on Saturday? Collins, uh, was it just him, wasn't it? With Cornick on the right hand side. Who was on the left hand side? Yeah, yeah, see, that's how, he, that's that's how interesting the game was. No, no. Start. But either way, I think there was only one out and out strike, and then straight away in the 30 second minute, he put Numbay on. And we looked, let's fight, we looked better with him on the pitch. We did, didn't we? Well, that's what I noticed about Numbay is if you, if you watched him closely, He's like pointing down. He's he's yeah. trying to get into them positions where he can point for a ball to go in behind, so we can go for a run. Which I think you look at, and I think that's what we've been missing because Collins is so like you know go to his feet, he's hold defensive. it up. He's, he's defensive. He's a forward. defensive forward. Yeah, he's defensive forward. We yeah. haven't really that, had man. for a while. Yeah. Maybe an since an like attacking attacker, like Andre Gray or Isaac mm-hmm. Vassell. Yeah. You know, and out and out, sort of getting yeah. behind, pace him off. Yeah, do you know what I mean? But that's players kind of... like you know, we watched that West Ham Villa game on the telly. A player like Watkins who can play on that last defender, get him behind. We he haven't could, had he that could do it for a while. while. That's, that's the difference between a thirty million pound player. Greg, I know what you're saying though. We we need to. Sorry, I know it sounds controversial, but I keep saying it. But no, I do get you. I do understand it. But you know what it is? Maybe that's just the way Nathan wants to play because it's looking like that. It, it is it me that just thinks that? Sometimes I think he wants to play like that. He wants just to be solid in, in and around midfield, dominate the midfield. You know, you create a few chances and you'll score one. That's, that's his belief. I, I I can't see anything other than that. Do you think we have, like Nathan Jones in his head, has a way he wants us to score a goal? Like, you know, Guardiola yeah, that, wants to saying, score yeah. like that perfect goal, doesn't he? Do you reckon Nathan Jones in his head, we. Nathan he, Jones he wants to defend. Like, what's he a Nathan defend, Jones goal? He wants, Nathan Jones' goal is keeping clean sheets and nicking a goal at some point in the second half. That is a Nathan Jones goal, is it not? Because this is all I keep seeing. One nils, one nils away from home every single time. Well, I don't care. No, 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 no. We don't. No, we don't care. I'm not. I'm not slating it. I'm not <laughs> slating it. But if you're asking me what a Nathan Jones goal is, a Nathan Jones goal is keep make sure you're solid first. Don't worry about scoring a goal. If the opportunity comes, just don't t- throw too many. No, forward. I make think sure you're balanced. I think I think the passing is the the way to create, isn't it? That's what he's thinking. Pass rather yeah, than that, yeah. pass, pass, pass. Keep possession and then look mm. for look for well, that yeah, little space. It's a chess game, really, isn't it? Yeah. There you go, yeah, summed up perfectly, chess game, there you go. It's very, what's the word, it's not, I mean, you see certain teams, obviously, no, like, you can't compare us to a lot of teams in Europe and whatever, but you, you look at teams in the championship, for instance, let me think of one, I don't know, um, Bournemouth, they play very attacking, the two fullbacks go forward, they join their midfield, they left with two 
you know, centre-backs with maybe one holding midfielder sat there on the halfway line or whatever. Teams, yeah. we don't do that. Yeah, well, we, we don't actually, do that. Well, we did do that against Birmingham, didn't we? We just didn't convert. Yeah, but we were just shit against Birmingham, yeah. let's face no, it. No, we weren't. We, we just didn't convert all our chances, which was... A, was a, so we d- we can do that. That's what I'm trying to say. Sorry, we can yeah, do that. That's rude. You're not, not yeah. shit, but yeah, we, we shit yeah. at finishing. We were stupid on that day not putting that away. And any other day, any yeah. other game, you put that away. So um, we do do that at times. We didn't do it on Saturday. In fact, we didn't do anything on Saturday. No. Uh, I can't really remember the next two goals. I know one was from a corner one. It was like a poor header and like flimsy yeah. arms from well, Sluger. Well, yeah, it was definitely from a corner because I remember sitting there. Do you remember I stormed down the fucking thing and went, oh, fucking another set of these. <laughs> Fuck you, do you know what I mean? You that, mate. You were gone. Yeah, yeah, and then the next one, I don't know what it came from. It was a cross that headed it out and then he absolutely smashed it past Sluger. Yeah. Let's face it, we all knew Sluger was injured because he didn't dive with a stretched arm, did he? It was awful, awful, wasn't it? It was yeah. just awful. Uh, Morel hit the post 25 yards out. Really, really good shot, weren't it? And, mm-hmm. for, you know, you look at that from Morel and you think that's what we could potentially have. That's what we should be 11. having as well. Which we should be having. Don't Wait, understand you, why he's not starting. Let me find There's players on that pitch. I can name three right now. Shit. I've been shit the past few weeks and I need to get out of the team. But I'm not going to name names because I was just, I'm, it's not a disrespect thing for from their point of view or my point of view or whatever because at the same time, they're looting players, but... Something needs to change in that midfield. Something needs to change. There's not enough pace. I know people might say, Pelly, bit of pace and power on that. Not doing it at the moment. Needs to come out as well. Yeah, it was obvious him. to any Luton fan watching that game who didn't perform mm-hmm. on Saturday. And it was practically 90% of the team. Of course it was. I mean, even Sonny Bradley, like you said, you can't really defend what he was doing the other day. But at the same time, he, he wasn't great, but he wasn't the worst player in the park. No. Nowhere near. Half of that midfield was utter shite, mate. It was. It weren't good, was it? No. Um, Even the forward link-up play was terrible. There's nothing there. Do you know what I'm saying? You, you're getting the ball. What are you doing with it? Absolutely nothing. You're going backwards again. I can't stand to see a team go into the final third or, do you know what I mean, whatever the pitch, and then pass the ball back. I fucking hate that. And that's what kept what happening. That's what kept happening. It's literally the only thing that kept happening. I know I said earlier, like, you, you know, people who understand the game understand why you have to do it. But there is times where you do think, like... Make the pass. Yeah. Make like, the pass forward. You know, make the run. Just have a bit of creativity. Like if you're on that wing, take him on and produce a, a great final ball. And you know, we're going to talk about Cornet yeah. because I didn't think his final ball was on it at the weekend. Yeah, um, before we do move on to Harry Sorry, Cornet, can I just say one thing as well. Jewsbury Hall was the only player on the park the other day that turned a player or looked up and got his head up, and looked into space and got his picture and said, "You know what? I'm going to play his forward." He was the only player, and he didn't even do it. Half as much as he could be. Do you know what I'm saying? Which I don't know. You might disagree with this. Don't agree. I know. I don't Jewish disagree. Jewsbury Hall is the only player I'm looking at. He's not even our fucking player, mate. He's a Leicester player. Do you know what I mean? At the moment, yeah, he's our player, but he's the only player that I'm looking at and thinking, you're positive. You want to be positive. No one else does. I think Morel would if yeah. he if he got the chance. Of course. I think someone chance. like Monker would be. You know, if he's on. It's just one of them things, isn't it? Just a day to Balance forget. Uh, before we do move on then, Sluger went down injured, didn't he? I think he's going to be out for a yeah. while, potentially, because we've recalled Eistead from Wildstone, I think it was. Where is that? Yeah. So, yeah. looks like James Shea is going to be in goal for Wednesday against Norwich. I mean, we, were saying, but we well. were saying on Saturday, they should have taken him off yeah, straight of away. Literally straight away. You got a, What have you got a sub-goalkeeper there for if you're it's not going to do it? absolutely ridiculous. How Shouldn't is he still on the pitch? No, How is he still on? You could tell he was injured. You could tell. He wasn't even stretching for the fucking ball, man. Come on. Do you know what I mean? He wasn't even stretching for that thing. Take him off. Yes. That last goal, all right, it might have gone in still. Is it the last goal where he volleyed it and Sluger just went... 
<laughs> yeah, for, for those like people that. not watching on YouTube. <laughs> it's almost like it fell left ways. I mean, it's like, come on, mate. It's I understand why you're not doing it, but you shouldn't be on the fucking beach. I think with with a situa- situation like that, and after that uh, injury to Raul Jimenez for Wolves, there's been a lot of talk about like doctor's advice and... You know, I think a certain Watford player said on Talk Sport in the morning that, um, you know, players should have some, like, own responsibility to say, you know what, I'm fit enough to carry on. And I think maybe Sluger looks at that on Saturday and goes, now I can play on, I can play on. And the doctors are probably, they're probably, you know, okay there. Mate, let's face it, he's probably a psychopath. Yeah, that does strike me. He's probably Sluger. a psychopath, Sluger, yeah. mate. He starts booting posts and everything. You know he's a bit of a nutshell. He did kick the post, didn't he? Yeah. Do you have any booted it? it. Well, hard, mate, whoa. Yeah. Uh, let's move on to Harry Cornick. Anyway, uh, why aren't we seeing the best of him this season was the question producer Jacob put up on social media today. Do you reckon that's a fair question to ask? Are we seeing the best of, Are we seeing the best of Harry Cornick this season? We're, we're seeing certain percentages of his play at his best, but other areas, no. Because his final product, we all know about his final product, though. And he hasn't improved it, unfortunately, so far this season. But at the same time, I'd rather in the team than out the team. When, so, he's, when he's on the ball... And he's quick. Yeah, he's incredible. And he's and he's rushing down the line, and you think he can create stuff. Mm-hmm. So, is it a fair question? Maybe not. You say that, and Richard said, "Here, are we not already seeing the best of him? The lad gets a lot of stick, but we'd be far worse team without him." Exactly. My stepdad is a part-time footy fan and has watched us during lockdown with me. Harry is his favourite player, but I think the question, and I'll put to you, which could either back this up or confirm that it's a rubbish question, is: Would you rather, if you look back at Cornick from like, let's say, the end of last season? Would you rather that Cornick or the Cornick we have now? The Cornick we have now. Yeah? Yeah. Fair enough. Then that's a rubbish question, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's answered it yourself. I think I think when he's on his game, when he when he plays re- when he has one of those absolute games where he's on it all the time, he's rushing it and he's really quick and he can he can pick out a pass. Like you say, the only thing that lets him down occasionally is his finishing. Um, then that's the corner you want to see every week. I feel like he takes too much on himself as well sometimes. People look at him as an outlet of attack, as a direct, you know, pacey in between, out out and out, um, advanced sort of like winger or whatever. And people don't look at other players enough. I think they they pinpoint him in certain aspects of his game and I think it's a bit unfair because at the same time, like you say, I keep saying I'd rob him in the team. Certain people have said it, we'd rob him in the team. You imagine, right, playing against Harry Cornick, you'd hate it. That's that's the way to look at it. You would not want to play against him. Do you know what though? No, you you wouldn't want to play against him. But you know, if he beats you, the chance of him putting that final ball in are very slim at the moment. You don't know that because you're in opposition. You know what I mean? From an opposition point of view, or whatever. I think I'd be more scared about playing Luar Luar than Cornick. I don't know. Some egos missing though sometimes. But I'm not. It's not a dig, but. I just think I for like now, Harry, so. if Cornick gets into a position where he has to play that final ball, I just don't have confidence in him doing it. And I don't, I don't know if that's me being really harsh on him. Yeah, a lot. I kind of expect it. I kind of expect him to beat a def- I expect him to beat a defender with pace and you know his little one trick skill, his little like sidestep thing. But once he's Still done that, it works every time, doesn't it? Yeah, but then when it comes to putting that cross in, I just lose all confidence. When that uh, when that hits the first man, yeah, I'm like... all right. Yeah, no, no, fair enough. Fair enough, know. I get that. But at the same time, though, where the fuck are the strikers and your second midfielders and your people pumping in the box? You can't see them half the time. That's another mis- That's another problem we've got. It's not just Harry Boy, you know, pumping the ball in the box or whatever. It's a shit. Don't get it wrong. He was, his crossing ability was absolutely top-notch shite on Saturday. <laughs> it was. No, it was crap. But, but that Saturday... 
But yeah. the, the, the other days he, he's got but it. Yeah, and but he the thing is, we'll just headbutt the fucking mic. I got too close that time. But yeah, the thing is, right, with Barry, because he, he puts the ball in the box, you know, half the time, you know, 60% of the time. It doesn't go anywhere. Forget that. But where are the options? Look at all these chances or these, you know, certain situations where people are, or he is, sorry, should I say, where is everyone else? Because I guarantee you, in eight clips out of ten, there's no one in there in a good position. And you're you know asking what? him to do the impossible. You're asking him to put a fucking, you know, a ball on someone's head with a sort of like a 5% chance. Because that's what half it is. Because there's not enough movement. There's not enough movement up top either. That's another thing. Do you know what I, th- I, I would say, though, is that if Kornick was getting in positions and putting them balls in in good areas where then you could say a striker should be there, then I could maybe jump on board on what you're saying and but say... Then I also hit, yeah, but I also hit him sitting there there. going, oh, that's a shit ball in. But he's put it in the six-yard box and the defender's cleared it. Oh, he should have gone back post for that. You can't win, Griggs, trust me. Well, let's read some other comments. Dave says, being critical, I would say he's pretty much a one-trick pony. Obviously, his pace is a fantastic asset when utilised properly. But that aside, I don't think it's unfair to say he's a very average footballer at this level. Uh, constant tinkering information haven't helped either, though. True. Is his best position in the wing or in a striking position? Just, I think he's similar just, in both, isn't he, really? Yeah, just... Anything like a free roam or a wing. Yeah, I don't mind. I do like this comment from Daniel, though. He says, when he doesn't play, we miss him massively because his ball carrying helps us get up the pitch. He's created a lot of big chances this year. Just a shame Collins has missed them all. Do you know what? When I said about uh, Cornick putting them ball in and you can moan at the striker, that yeah. one at Watford is the perfect example of that. He put that in the most perfect, perfect. area. Yeah. yeah, yeah, And Collins has got to score it. There's an option as well there. Got to score it, and I, you know, I do, I do agree. If you get Cornick in a deep position, he can carry that ball up the pitch, and it, it does help relieve a lot of pressure. Uh, Chris says it's a good question. In my opinion, like Colo, he doesn't spend enough time in the box. They work so hard off the ball, which is vital for us to compete, but then end up all over the place. Our final ball quality isn't great either, which doesn't help. And James says because there's no one in the box, um, and even if even if there is, they don't finish. Colo versus Watford as an example. Either that, or he hits the first man. Well, that's exactly what we said before we wrote those comments out. Um, you've got to remember, he's only young. He wins a lot of corners as well. Yeah. Wins I bet you love that, mate, don't it, 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 It's true. It's everything you've, you know, you said we, it, he has not a lot of people to aim at sometimes because they don't get in there. And when he does get there, then the striker misses. You know, the, the Watford thing, it, it should have been a goal. I feel sorry for yeah. him. No, so if, you, if, you, if you're criticising him because uh, people that he's passing to are not, not, you know, converting the chances, that's not fair. And when he does hit the first man, it's frustrating, but there is something there in him, otherwise he wouldn't have him in the team. Can I just say another thing, right? What I'm thinking right now is, people say, you know, he hits the first man, but how many times has he got three or four defenders around him? Exactly. He still beats two or three of them. But when and he's the last one, he tries to get the ball in and he gets a corner or whatever, gets blocked or... Yeah, but... You what, can't really... I don't think you can blame him for that. But when he's got two or three around him, that offers space for other people to yeah. go into and that's what we're missing. And or, or, or that then that's when you want that little backwards pass so we can beat those three people. But I don't... For me personally, I know it sounds like I'm backing up quite a lot, but at the same time, I don't think we've got the movement off the... I don't think the players around him offer enough sometimes. That's what I just said, isn't it? But yeah, no, yeah, no, so exactly. yes, that's what I'm saying, but yeah. But like the whole thing with obviously beating players and the whole back little pass and that, I don't think we can do that because I don't think we have the movement, we have the momentum with us. It's like half the time we break up the pitch, he's faster than the majority of the team. They're not with us. They're not, they're not, they're not keeping up. They're not up to date. That's what I feel, but... Look, it's... 
I think when Probably we too when harsh. we when we as a team play at pace, we play much much better when we play fast fast football. Uh, and and he and Cornick is essential in that for me because he, he is quick. He can move quick off the ball. Yeah. He he can actually you know run onto stuff. He can make some killer passes. So for me, um, I think I think it's a bit of a harsh question. Are we seeing the best of him? I think he could do better, but he hasn't done badly. I personally don't think we're seeing the best of him yet. I, I think the Harry Cornick from last season is better than the Harry Cornick from this season so far. Yeah. Don't well, me. well, luckily, well, <laughs> I was just thinking. Luckily, we've got more of the season to go, so he can mm, he can he can turn that around. Yeah, I'd agree. And when I when, just think these, I think I just think we still have a lot more to see of him. Would I you would you have said better. that though? Would yeah, you are you saying that based on the end of the season or the beginning of the last season? Because the end of last season was was a fantastic roller coaster ride for us all, and. You know, it doesn't matter. We 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 did such a brilliant thing to survive last year. So we're all on a high, and we and I think we look at players with rose tinted rose tinted rose sorry rose tinted glasses. Um, at the beginning of the season, when we're not winning, when when we're getting rubbish results with Graham Jones in charge, can you think back and think, oh yeah, Cornet was brilliant then? That was when he had a good spell, wasn't it? Was it? Yeah. It did, it, in all fairness, he did have a little. Scored about what three and four at one point. Is it about scoring five. goals or is it about creating goals? Is it about yeah, performance? It's about consistency. Yeah, uh, sorry, consistency. Yeah. Not persistence. I'm not talking about consistency. Persistence is when he runs, mate, because he, he is persistent with that. But now at the same time, I, I just think like maybe I can agree with the fact that we've not seen the best of him this season. We, but it also reminds me a little bit of what happened last season with him. Went missing, show glimpses. Missing, showing glimpses, got better. But the thing is, like I said, I always want. Um, he said Sonny Bradley. Then Jesus Christ, he said rose tinted glasses. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, <laughs> I nearly, um, not nearly. Come on, no. spit it out, mate. <laughs> oh, yeah. But either way, I would rather have him in the team week yeah, in, I week so. out. I agree with you. I agree, I agree with you. On totally. the right hand side, I don't want no one else but other than him. Cool, sorted. That wasn't a Harry Cornick bashing session either. That was just a no, nice, I like him. nice chat about so, Cornick. We love Cornick, really. 100%. Really, yeah, he might not, but... <laughs> no, I love him, mate. We love him, really. No, no, mate, we actually love him. No, we love him. What are you trying okay. to say? We love him, I'm sorry. Uh, let's get into some um, questions today from Twitter fleets, because that's the thing, and Insta stories. So Jamie says, why do people think Ray is untouchable? Don't I think know. we had that spell, didn't we, last season, where we it's really needed a central defensive midfielder. And then Ray come back and it was like this brand new thing of like, wow, we actually have a naturally gifted central defensive midfielder in the team. And then since then, I just think he's, you know, he has, he, I think he has looked solid in front of the back, in front of the back four. Just unsure him in the back four. I know we spoke about it earlier. Me personally, I love Glenn Ray. Is he untouchable? He's never one. Well, no one's untouchable. No one's untouchable. Apart from Mickey Alford. But, mm, I just think he's... He works maybe, in the team, maybe, though, doesn't he? Yeah, maybe about two or f- maybe three games in the past sort of seven, he's not been very good. I'll be honest, I could go back to the Millwall game. That's probably in the last seven, I, I believe. But go back to that game, for example, he, was, he wasn't great. But whatever else. And yeah, he hasn't been the best of players. But at the same time, he's another player that I'd rather in the squad. I don't know about you boys, but... I just think, like, who, who would you play in front of that back four if you're oh, not going to play Ray? Well, no, this is this one, you've got to push him up. Forever, hundred percent, hundred percent, have him up in the uh, old midfield position. Midfield, yeah, yeah, yeah. I go with that. 
Uh, so with that 4-0 defeat to Cardiff as well, it's now one win in seven, which, like, you look at the recent results and you look at the, the what, the three or four one-alls we had in a row? Rotherham, Huddersfield, Blackburn, Birmingham. Oh, no. Did I say Rotherham? I don't know what I'm going about. Either way, one win in seven. James said it's not a good stat, yet we are still 12th. Should we start to worry about doing a Cholton from last year? No, not yet. Hang on. I don't think no I might have said that Saturday. If we don't start getting a couple of more points on the board, then we are going to drop like a stone. We're only nine, nine points off the but, relegation area, but... But do we, do we not expect that to a certain extent? Yeah, of course. Of course, because, you know, when we all our points from the earlier part of the season come from teams that are battling already mm-hmm. down the bottom. So I would say um, one in seven is not a good start, but, you know, last week's podcast, we said we'd take four points from nine. And we've taken two. Well, we said the, the last three games, Birmingham... Blackburn and Cardiff. Blackburn and Cardiff. Yeah, we've taken two. Yeah. So we can get three points Wednesday. Things change again. Your whole attitude changes again. And I'll be there. Oh, yeah, thanks, right. yeah, thank you. Sorry. Thanks for having it. That's really sorry. Um, talking of Wednesday then, Dean says, how would you change the team for Wednesday? Do you reckon he's got to, he's got to now put in the likes of Lockyer, Morel, he's got maybe to even Nombe? It'd be, it'd be daft if he doesn't. He needs to change something because I'm sick of, like, what is it? Oh, I'm going to change it. I'm going to mix it up. This and that, and fuck all happens. Like, so let's let's hope well, it happens. At least we can't will, blame him. Then he will change the team definitely on Wednesday. He will. Morel has to start. I'm sorry, Morel has to play. I keep saying it. I'm sick of it. I'm sick of going into the fucking Saturday. You know, I say sick of going into the, Saturday. No, not up to sitting there watching it. Morel's not even playing. The Morel is a class player, mate. He's a classy, classy player. But also, Bye-bye. Norwich have their their injury problems too, don't they? So you know, yeah. they, they might be there. They they didn't win at weekend, did they? No, they drew, didn't they? They drew at Coventry. Still top of the league, though. Might be still top of the league, but they drew at Coventry. We so. beat them in a conference, so don't matter, does it? We could do them again. Why it's going to look realistically. It's a tough game. You look at Norwich City; they've still got, they've got, they've got half a Premier League eleven there. True. They've got players that could play in the Premier League. Not, very good, not a very good Premier League eleven, though. No, mind. but some of their players could definitely make it in the Prem. Pookie's going to be out of an injury, is which is actually? a bit of a plus. Yeah, oh, hamstring. Yes. So, you know, we've already beat him in the cup this season. It could it could be a big game. It is a big game, isn't it? It's a big game. And if we can get three points in it. Is Buendia playing? He's a class player. Yeah, as I say, is he playing? He is a good player, probably. Hopefully he's not playing because he's unreal. But, but we're at home. We'll have the mighty thousand of you there cheering him on through your masks. Mm. And hopefully, hopefully they'll put in a performance. I'm really excited, excited for everyone going to Kenilworth Road on Wednesday. Oh, thank you. Like, I'm actually really excited for you all. Are you, I don't, not, are you not gutted for me? I'm gutted for you, yeah, but I'm excited yeah. for everyone actually going. Because it's just nice. That it's just, and you feel like this is like a bit of light at the end of the tunnel, isn't it? With oh, the whole yeah. COVID thing. Awesome. And if we can get 2,000 in for the next home game after this, this 1,000 event, you know, maybe by April we have 10,000 in for that Watford game. Yeah, my bloody luck. I don't get pulled out for the next game either. <laughs> <laughs> no, you'd be right, Dave. <laughs> no, in your luck, you'll be for the Reading FA Cup tie. Oh, I'm not going there. I'll turn that down. No, I'll be like, nah, you're all right. Mate, you're right. I'll, st- I'll stay at home, get drunk. Um, <laughs> should we do Will's final question there? If you can have a theatrical pint with a Luton player, who would it be? Ooh. A theoretical pint. Um... Theoretical, so you invite someone out for a beer and they're going to come and join you. Mickey Arford, Mickey, no, no, fuck, well, like, you, you, your pint as well. No, <laughs> thank you very much. <laughs> it's, it's <laughs> I a difficult, much money. That's a really difficult one to answer. By the way, just before we go on, can, can I just say about the legend thing last week? 
I just realised when I was talking about, I was thinking about players, but when you think about the real Luton legend at the moment, it's Mick, mm-hmm. totally Mick, hundred percent Mick Harford for everything he's done for this club, hundred percent. He needs a statue. Yeah, hundred percent. Oh, it's what we saying, only he? he needs a statue, mate. The guy's unreal. I'd like, I'd like to have a, I'd like to have a pint with uh, Joe Payne and ask him all about those ten goals. <laughs> And, and really, and, and how, and you know, how it came to be. I'd have a pint with Chris Coyne and tell him to hurry up and get our Christmas podcast sorted. <laughs> That's what I'd say, Chris Coyne. We're working on it. We're working on it. I'm excited. Joe Payne. Joe Payne was a better one. Anyway. <laughs> you, can st- you can still get a pint with Chris yeah, Coyne because he's already said he's going to go out for the party when he comes to the UK, mate. True. But no, can I just say, don't even, don't even ask me car for a pint because he came to our present- presentations a few times. He drank the bar dry. <laughs> Not <laughs> surprised. Yeah. Big Mick, you're a legend. Love you. But stop drinking the beer, mate, because I want some. <laughs> you want some? Not like <laughs> you've had like enough. Eight, eight tonight or anything, mate, but whatever. Uh, nice one. Sesh, Good podcast today, guys. Uh, thanks Thank so much you. for listening. Thanks so much for watching. We're back on YouTube right now. Uh, oh, when the town. Go search for us if you want to watch Pataro lob something at Dave at the start of the podcast, Bloody which you probably couldn't hear. I do apologise about that. Sorry, mate. Uh, enjoy Norwich if you're going. Give him a cheer from us. Share yeah. your pictures with us on uh, the socials, hey, Oh, when the town. Just think about it, Pataro. There's only a thousand people there. If you drop your mask for a bit, you could shout about the podcast and we'd all hear you. That's a good point, actually. Well, let me know. If I, I'll tell you what. If I'm near the cameras or that sort of end, you, just uh, do the shout, man. Yeah, I will. I shout for us. I I'll see what I'll do. I'll, I might even get, you know, topless. No, no, don't do that. No, because no, I can put some, No, because you'll get... Oh, oh, what's there you go. If you go to Norwich, you might see Pataro topless. Brilliant. Uh, on that note, we'll leave you. Thanks so much for win. listening and watching. Rate us five stars on iTunes. Like us on socials, like us on YouTube, whatever. Thank you very much. Have a good one. Enjoy Norwich. And we'll see you next week. Bye.